well, our moms think we're funny. So, but anyway, so getting back to all that is we were talking about how it used to be, um, like, if you got into a fight with somebody, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And whether someone picked a fight with you or you picked a fight with them, it doesn't really matter. You get into a fight with somebody um, and you win. Well, okay. You won in the story, right? Um, if, if you were the bully, it's like, well, you know, obviously you're the bully. So the person like kind of learned that, yeah, just let the bully have his way. It's a shitty uh, lesson to learn, but fine. But if you were, if you were the one being picked on, well, then you've taught the bully, you know, hey, don't fuck with me, right? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not the one. And not that you've been fucking with these other people, right? But, um, but they're not going to fight back. I will. You learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be that kind of was the way. It's like, well, you know, oh, you know, I, I bit off more than I can chew and I paid the price for it. Yep. Now I learned a lesson. Don't do that shit no more. But that's not how the way it works now. Like now, if someone is like fucking with you, you defend yourself, you kick their ass. Then they come back the next day with like five friends, stomp the shit out of you. And then they walk around like they're the winner. Like mm-hmm. I'm the man. It's like, do I have five people with you? Yep. And then yep. people look at them like, yep, he's the man. Like he's not the man. He's not the man. Like, if that's the case, then you could just show up with five people and stall me to begin with and still walk around like, like I did something great. Like, you didn't do anything great. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to, to someone the other day and I was like, and I was like, if, if Akomi and I were at a con and Akomi started talking mad shit to somebody and a fight broke out, I'm not going to jump in there and be like, like, <laughs> I got your back. Be like, uh, you know, I'm going to let him handle his business. This is his fight. I'm going to let him handle his business. Now, I'm going to stand by, and I'm not going to let the fight get too far. So if this person starts to, if they have him down, they start to curb stomp him, like, yo, 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 you won, back off, and my boy alone. If other people start to jump in, then yes, I'm going to jump in to protect you. Yeah. But I'm not going to jump in to help you fight a fight that you either initiated or that someone initiated with you if it's a one-on-one. Yeah, I wouldn't want you to. I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's just like, it, it's sky code. It's uh, that's really all there is to it. It's just it is guy code. But nowadays, it's like it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter like what, like how you win, as long as you win. And people look at you and be like, "Yep, that guy won." Like people just have no character at they, all. They don't. Like there, there's no character. There's no like personal code or or ethics or anything like that. It's just. I mean, there's there's nothing that shapes or defines people. It's it's just disgusting. It's just it's just terrible. So I uh, I know of a guy, um, and uh, I'm not gonna say this was a good guy, right? They that that it was like, oh, you know, he was such a good person. He did good things, you know, just like kind of like anybody else. They did some good things. They also did some bad things. You know, just things they probably shouldn't have done, whatever. But they got into a fight with someone. Um, and uh, I don't know who started it. I don't know what it was about. But they got into a fight with somebody. And um, them and uh, I guess a couple of people that were with them. And whipped all their asses. Right? Mm-hmm. I think it was like maybe three. Could have been four guys. But I think it was just three. Like whipped all their asses. So then that person obviously took it personally. Instead of being like, you know, hey, yeah, this guy is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So if it, like if I was the one that was the aggressor. You know, maybe we should leave this person alone. If I wasn't, then I just may make sure that I don't deal with this person anymore. Like, I learned a lesson. Don't deal with them. 
Um, but instead, they got a couple guys together and went basically driving around for a couple of days, like looking for them. And then when they found them, they chased them down and beat them with baseball bats. And um, almost killed them. Jeez. And it's like, okay, but I, I get it. You like, but what, what was the driving factor of that? Your pride. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, to quote Pulp Fiction, fuck pride. Mm-hmm. Pride only hurts. It never helps. You know? You know, it's it's funny that all this comes up because I was actually talking to Camelot the other day about that kind of thing where it's like, if, if you... You know, I, I, it, it always makes me sound like I'm some kind of a big, like, fight when I talk about this. But if you watch MMA or watch, like, or watch any kind of, like, uh, like cage fighting stuff, anything like that, when they finish a really good match, if the guys are both good sportsmen, they always get up and they hug each other. Right. And, you know, I was telling Camelot, I was like, that's cool to me because that kind of shows me that Fight Club had it right. That, like... You knock the shit out of each other. It it doesn't matter who won. It matters that you're cleansed. Things are better because now nothing matters. Right. You've both just let it all go and have basically gotten it out of your system. That's that's all it should be about. It's just like you're losing yourself in that moment to just get it out. Yeah, it's uh. It's, I mean, this isn't personal. Yeah, like, it, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be this big matter of pride of, like, well, I'll show you, I'll show all of you. Like, that's how we get supervillains. Right. And not cool supervillains. No, shitty ass supervillains. Yeah, like, like, the weak sauce ones that, like, were irrelevant back in the 40s. I mean, just, like, grow up. Yeah, but, and that's the thing, is like, you, whatever happened to, like, I know it sounds like, back in our day, but... But whatever happened, just learning a lesson, like, oh, okay, I learned a lesson. Don't do that. So let's say that you were fucking around and you touch a live wire and you got shocked. You're like, oh, oh, you gonna shock me? Oh no, I'm not gonna take that. And then you're like, like, whatever happened to learn a lesson? Oh, hey, don't stick my fork in the, you know, in the electrical socket. Oh no, 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 no. I should be allowed to stick my fork wherever the fuck I want. So, so. don't tell me my business, devil woman. Right. So, so I'm gonna come back with a bunch of guys and everything. They're all gonna have forks too, and we're gonna see. You can't shock us all. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, whatever happened, just learn a new lesson. But like, okay, well, shit. I didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but you know what? I know not to do that again. Whatever happened to just not being a shit person? Like, remember when we cared about that? Um, you know what? I know this is going to sound like a really old thing to say, old person thing to say. But I think I'm going to blame that on uh, on social media and uh, these overnight uh, millionaires. And you know, what, you talked about, what you talked about before... <laughs> These people who become um, famous and I see famous and uh, and make a you know I guess get paid a decent amount mm-hmm. for just being absolute shits, and I, then people stop going. Well, I that you know that I need to leave, live a nice decent lifestyle because these people don't, and look how much they prosper from it. So mm-hmm. so it's like apparently I've been doing this all wrong. I think that's part of it, but but now that that to say that though, you and I, even though we're not prospering, right? We do, <laughs> we do like you know, kind of like oh, we're gonna get up here and we're gonna be shits and everything and talk crap about people. But 
in our defense, though, like we are, we're very clear about when we're when we're actually being mean to someone because we don't like them, when we're just being funny, mm-hmm. and you know, and when we're you know just kind of goofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just I, I think it's different. I think like you know we're blunt and we're calling out dumb shit mm-hmm. versus like you know ne- neither of us have like made homeless guys fight for a Big Mac. Nope. So, like, you know, it crosses the line of, like, it, it's one thing to be an asshole, but it's another thing to just be an absolute twat rocket. And I think uh, part of it is that people... It's 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 the Fight Club syndrome, where, you know, it's like, we were, we were raised to believe that, uh, you know, one day we'd be millionaires, you know, uh, movie gods and rock stars. Mm-hmm. Or not, because Stairs we were... Stairs Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Movie god and rock star. Um, but, and uh, millionaire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and plus he's got those beautiful Katy Perry eyes. <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry eyes. But, um, but the... Uh, we were sold... We were sold a bill of goods that we knew... That the people that sold it to us knew wasn't true. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it wasn't like someone selling you the Brooklyn Bridge, right? Where they know for a fact that that that, that you can't own it. It's not. If, there's no way that you can ever own the Brooklyn Bridge just because I give you this piece of paper and I say, "Hey, you bought it from me." Mm-hmm. By the way, we're like an hour in. Really? Uh, let's see, fifty-six forty-four. <laughs> huh. But in this case, it was. These people sold us on a bill of goods that they knew wasn't true and more than likely wasn't going to be true, but they wanted it to be true. Mm -hmm. And so they led us to believe that, hoping that just by believing it, it was somehow going to happen. But instead had the adverse effect to where we're, we believe that by doing the right thing, working hard, you know, living a good, clean life is going to reward us in the end with X. Mm Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen. And and they were like, well, wait a minute. And it, and you look back and you're like, well, you knew the whole time this was never going to happen. Like, just doing this was not enough. That this was not going to to net, you know, the uh, what you thought or what you said it was going to. And they're like, yeah, I knew that. But I was hoping, no, 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 no. You can take hope and shove it up your ass. You told me as if this was... A, a sure thing. If you do this, this will be the result. Yeah. But that's not true. And so when I think a lot of us found that out, we're like, well, then why bother? And then you see people who are prospering by not doing any of that. And you're like, well, some of us that will then, some of us will then um, support that kind of behavior expecting the same in return. You know, so I see someone doing something that is against the grain and what I want to do. And so I'm like, kind of like, and a good for you. I don't really, I think you're, you're a jerk, but I was like, I wish I could just, just walk around life with no filter and then stuff. You know, there, there are times they have no filter and there's times when you definitely need a filter, you know? Um, and, and, you know, you don't want to be that person that walks around all the time with no filter. Right. But people right. see that and they think that that's a way to live. 
and they want they support that expecting to get that same kind of support in return. And it's like, no, because those people that have no filter, right? They say whatever they want. And then because people accept it, then they start to kind of feel that that's a way of living their life. Yeah. So they're not going to support you. Why should they? Well, I mean, honestly, my first exposure to that kind of shit was baby boomers, honestly. But like at, with my first job, which was a terrible, terrible job. Um, that's a first job. First job generally are. Yeah. It just sucked. But there was just so many people in that age group who were just like, and they, and they just sounded so fucking arrogant when they would say, and they'd just be like, I'm just brutally honest. And it's like, no, you're just brutal. Right. You just take a sick, sick pleasure in telling people the worst thing you can think of to them. Like that, that doesn't, that doesn't inspire somebody to be a better person. Yeah, right. like if, if anything, you pushed me further into my bad habits because it's like, oh, it bothers you when I do that? Well, I think you're a piece of shit, so now I'm going to do a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, for, for say some when they try to, to kind of preface it, it was like, well, I'm just honest. Like, no, you're, you're not being honest. What you're trying to say is like, I want you to excuse me for being an asshole. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. But I, that told you that um, a while back I... Um, I figured out the meaning of life. Uh, 47. 42. Oh, uh, right. 42. Yeah. <laughs> 42. Sorry. Uh, it's just fine. It's fine. But no, I mean, I actually, I actually figured out the meaning of life hmm. and I told it to, uh, I figured it out and I was like, you know, you know, like a lot of things, right. That I, I like, okay, I think I found the answer to this. Um, and, and I was like, I think I found the answer to this. And, but before I say anything more, I was like, I want to ask somebody else. Right. So, I, so I actually asked, uh, I, I told my mom and uh, I was like, hey, I figured out the meaning to life. I think I figured out the meaning to life. And I was like, uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, what is that? I was like, well, I can tell you, but I'm not sure you want to hear it. And she was like, go ahead, tell me. I was like, okay, well, this is the meaning of life. And she was like, no, I, uh, I can't disagree with you. And I was like, that sucks. And she's like, yeah, that really does suck. She's like, but I can't disagree with you. Right. And what I came up with was the meaning of life basically boils down to misery loves company. Oh, yeah. The people, <laughs> the people like your, your parents grew up in a world, just like I was saying, where there were these certain expectations. If you did certain things, you would get certain things in return. And... They would do those things and then they would n- not get what they what they expected to mm-hmm. and watch other people prosper from it. And and they would work hard and still would not get anywhere. And yep. and knowing that. So if you know, imagine if you were like a mouse in a cage uh, in, a, in, a, in a maze. Right. And you know that you can run around and run around and run around. And even even if you make all the right turns. And you get rewarded, you're never getting out of that cage. Mm-hmm. No matter what you, no matter how good you are at running the maze, you're never going to get out. And that anybody that comes into this maze is going to stay there. Yep. They never, they can never get out. No matter how good they are, they will never get out. Would you then bring a child into that maze? Yeah, I've I've noticed that with a lot of people where it's like 
well, all I knew was my parents didn't do it right. It's like, so then you don't have a, you don't have a basis of comparison. Right. Like, just because you know one, one way not to do it right doesn't mean that you're going to know the right way to do it. So. It's like, just, just because I can, like, look at a helicopter in a tree and be like, <laughs> dude fucked up, doesn't mean that I can fly a helicopter. Right. <laughs> So, but if you know for a fact that there's, there's no way out, because you've been up and down all through this maze, you know, and you know that you get rewarded when you do a good job, but you also know that all this is a reward, you're never getting out. Mm-hmm. And this is your life. Would you bring another life into it? I mean, I, I wouldn't. But. No, you wouldn't. But then we do that. We have children knowing that there are no promises to them. And more than likely, they're going to have a, a life very similar to ours, which is... Which is, has moments where it's it's really great and entertaining, but it also has moments where we have to work and struggle and things rarely come easy. And when they do come easy, the first thing we do is say, this came too easy. I can't trust it. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, I got it too easy. There must be something wrong with it. And then when we, and then we have kids, what we do is we tell them, we say, okay, hey, um, there's a tooth fairy. Yep. There's an Easter bunny. Yep. There's a Santa Claus. And we make the world magical for them until they get to a point where they realize that it's not true. There is no magic to the world. They, they, these special things don't happen. The world is hard. It's brutal. It's tough. And you have to very much like just to claw your way through it for most of us. And, and I'm not going to say that people that are rich have it easy because they have their own set of problems too because you know, it's, you know, when you've got stuff that other people don't have, they really want that. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to do things to kind of maintain what you have, which sometimes means, you know, kicking them down, which you don't want to do. But it's like, but it's the only way I can protect what I have is to, is to keep you as far away from me as possible because you're going to try to take everything I have. And it's like, it, it's shitty. But, you know, if, 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 this, if we flip the script, you would do the exact same thing to me. Mm-hmm. So, so we raise these kids with these fantasies about, about life and all these magical things that exist in it until they get to the point where they learn that it's not true. Mm-hmm. We say, like, yeah, that's not true. It was never true. Why did you tell me that? Yep. Well, because yeah. I wanted you to believe it, to have this kind of, I guess, quote, easy life or to believe these things existed. But, but why? But, I mean, some of it's that, but some of it's just like arbitrary deceit for the sake of deceit. Uh, don't, don't you lie to me because we, we don't have secrets in this house. Oh, really? Right. Oh, really? And then what happens then when these people decide that they're also going to have their own kids and they're going to put kids in this maze they can't escape from? What do they do? They tell them the exact same lies that were told them that they didn't like in the first place. Mm-hmm. They tell them those exact same lies. Why? Because misery loves company. Because it was done to me and I'm going to do it to you. And that's the meaning of life. Yep. Misery loves company. Yep. Yep. That's exactly it. And you can't deny it. I mean, that's it. And it fucking sucks. And I'm sorry to tell you that that's what it is, man. It's misery loves company. Yep. I agree. I agree. That's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? It's terrible, but yeah, it's it's accurate. So, um, so we're going to do the podcast on that? On a cheerier note, <laughs> there you go. Going back to forty-two, I learned something pretty cool. Oh yeah, uh, you know I've I've been in a row. <sighs> yeah, um, no, that's thirty-six. <laughs> My girlfriend's like 36, 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> um, so the guy who wrote uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was uh, 
something of an amateur programmer. He was a big fan of, like, programming and stuff. And uh, in the programming language that he was most familiar with, 42 was the numeric code for an asterisk. And in that type of programming, an asterisk could translate to whatever you, the programmer, wanted it to. Oh, nice. So, a wild the meaning to life, the universe, and everything is whatever you want it to. Mm. Which I thought was really cool, because that basically means you're in control of your own destiny, you're in control of your own life. I really like that. That is cool. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. So, um... To land the plane and bring this full circle. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> like, going back to my whole, like, you know, misery less company thing mm-hmm. is, like, I think that's also part of that, too, is that, is that we have kids and tell them, you know, you know, I want you to have a better life than I had. But that's also what your father said and your father said and your father said and mm-hmm. your father said is mm-hmm. that you're working to make a better life for them. And that's great. But how much better was your life than your father's life and your father's life than your father's life? Eventually, it should stop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't. But the thing is, though, is like, I want you to have a better life than I have. So, and I'm trying to make it happen. But you also know that it didn't happen before. And you know that you're miles away from it happening, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're like, still, this is this kind of like, kind of sick optimism. Well, it's it's always overcorrecting too, where it's like, oh, this and this and this happened to me. So I've, I've got these hangups and oh, my dad drank. So I'll make sure that there's no mention of alcohol in the house. And then, so like you pendulum swing in the opposite direction. Then, you know, the next generation just gets totally blindsided because they have absolutely no experience and no basis of comparison with that stuff. Right. So it's like, because you did so much to try to shield them from it. Yeah. It's like, they're so sheltered from it that they can't even make an informed decision on it. So suddenly it's like, you know, you, your 25-year-old kid's like, wow, I've never heard of a cigarette before. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, gee, maybe you should have taught them a thing or two about that instead of pretending like it doesn't exist. Right. And like, yeah, that's that's like an extreme case. But I mean, shit, I've seen it happen. I mean, you know, I grew up in, I grew up around a lot of religious people. It's like, I've seen that happen with like sex where it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, you, you go to crazy enough churches and it's not unusual for a for a 20 or 21 year old to, to just have no idea how sex works. Yeah. It's hey. like, how, how the fuck do you expect that to, to benefit them at all? All right. I want to put a pin in that because I want to come back to that for the next, uh, for the next uh, podcast. Next podcast. Right. We got to go back to our uh, slash sex. Oh yes, 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 we do. We do. And, um, and Craigslist and stuff like that. But um, yeah, but you were going to, you were putting a cheery face on this, on the R. Yes, it? yes. So, I, and I also want to bring this full circle. I've noticed with like a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff that he finds ways of like bringing stuff full circle, bringing it right back to where he began. I think it's super impressive. Yeah. It's like, I start off pissing you off and I'm going to end pissing you yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I did want to just like cap the, the Wonder Bread fetish guy. Okay. Because I learned what exactly caused it while we were talking. I was reading the article. Uh, anyway, so the the short summary and what everybody knows about the guy, he spent literally thousands of dollars getting art of rich women shopping for Wonder Bread. Uh, there was also other stuff like, like weird things about uh, capitalism and deforestation and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. the majority of it is that he would pay out the ass to get pictures of rich white women shopping for bread. Um... The reason being, at his first job, he got his first girlfriend, and, like, they dated for six months, and then she finally let him touch his tits while they were watching some Studio Ghibli movie, and he was trying to equate in his brain what it felt like to him or what it reminded him of, and the first thing his brain went to was Wonder Bread. So that's that's the origin of that whole thing. 
Hmm. Yeah. Weird, huh? Well, like, you know, if I'm driving down the road and I'm going pre- pretty fast, I do like to stick my hand kind of out the window there and let the wind kind of push against my palm. It feels like a tit. <laughs> it does feel like a tit. <laughs> and, and I mean, and here Steve Carell told me that it just feels like a bag of wet sand. So mm. Hollywood lied to me like my parents. <laughs> they stamped it, didn't they? Those damn Gideons. <laughs> um. But yeah, so going back to crackmilf.com, we've we've given our opinions on Ethereum, we've given our opinions on Fortnite, which somehow turned into a conversation about rape. Um, <laughs> well, it is Fortnite, so <laughs> um, I think that's apropos. So we we've got to we've got to end this off with aliens. Okay, I mean, you mean aliens? Aliens. Um, well, you know how I feel about aliens. Yeah, I mean, we've done entire podcasts dedicated to them, so I think we just need, like, a one or two sentence summary here for those who are, like, new to us. Okay, so I'm going to say this about aliens, um, which is, and this is actually a conversation I had with somebody not long ago, um, as much as people want to say that, oh man, I really would like to meet alien life and blah, 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 right now, in our world, in our society, right, one of the things that, that makes us who we are as people. And mm-hmm. I'm not proud of this fact, right? But one of the things that makes us who we are as people is that we look at other people and we say, you know, we compare our lives to them to say, hey, I'm be- I've got it better than they have, you know? Whether, whether in a good way or a bad way. I mean, if, anytime you do it, it's always in a bad way. Yeah, I know you don't, most people don't look at it like that. But whenever you're comparing your life to someone else's to be like, oh, I guess things aren't that bad for me. You know, you're pretty much shitting on their life saying their life sucks. Mm-hmm. When their life could, they could be quite happy just because they don't have what you have doesn't mean they're not happy, right? Yeah, yeah. But we look at them and we say, you know, hey, at least I have that. It's like, oh, I wouldn't want to live in a country where, you know, where people aren't allowed to get education because the government doesn't like it or where there's these like some weird ass militia group in the, in the forest that'll come up and like attack people in, you know, in school because they don't think you should be educated. Like, well, that's some ignorant shit. That's like some caveman <laughs> shit, right? Um, <laughs> You know, but I mean, but that kind of stuff is like, you know, at least I live in a country where there's that, you know, where mm-hmm. I don't have to walk, you know, like 20 miles to get to school every day. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of how we live and uh, what we live in. Always people out there that are. And hungry. the hands were given. Huh? And the hands were given. Yes. Um, uh, are we, are we doing, uh, like, uh, disturbed or are we doing Genesis? Genesis, man. Okay. Genesis. I just wanted to ask, dude. Damn. <laughs> I mean, God, Phil Collins, man. It is Phil Collins. Yeah. The guy that, that broke up with his, what, his, did he divorce his wife or, or his girlfriend via fax? Uh, I don't remember, or, uh, actually I never knew anything about that, but if he did, that's amazing. I think it was, it wasn't his first, I think it was his second wife. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get a girlfriend just so I can break up with her via fax. That's awesome. Well, good luck finding a girlfriend that has a fax machine. <laughs> was she like 80? Ew, ew, ew. And the first page, just a big F. <laughs> you know, six more pages. Uh, you know, it's been, what, like three seasons and we still go back to Davis Bay, take the hit. I yep. mean, yep. so good. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but, like, we do that. So imagine if it was alien life and they came here when we're already compare our lives to the people around us, other human lives, mm-hmm. right. To, to make, to really, to, to find our worth. Imagine if aliens came here 
And yep. you realize that there was life on another planet. So we're not alone in the universe. So now you've got to compete not just with people on your planet, but <laughs> people on another planet. But they also have capability of interstellar travel, yeah. which means that they're smarter than you. And they probably have their own alien version of TikTok. So they're just coming here to like be shit faces. Right. Like to like this is like this like, is like Onion Town to them. Yo, what's up, guys? Yeah, we're we're just here visiting Earth. We're gonna give an Earthling his own hovercraft just to see his reaction because this could be really funny. I bet we can make these two Earthlings fight for a hovercraft. Yeah, I mean, this smash that like button. Like, yeah, this, this this is like Earth is like their Onion Town. Yeah, they're just coming <laughs> here to make fun of us. What's up, A Logan Paul here? <laughs> so, but but like I said, they're. They're obviously smarter than you. They have better mm-hmm. technology than you. They're capable of interstellar travel. You're no longer alone in the universe as mm-hmm. you as you think you are. Imagine how small you would suddenly feel. And whenever we feel small, right, what do we do? We take it out on other people. We take it out on other people. We, we then take that and, beat our kids. and we turn it into anger and we gently direct it at the people that made us feel small. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, if, if, like if if someone came over, like uh, let's say Canada, right? If people from Canada came over and they're like, you know, we're better than you because we've got this much different, and then you like take that that feeling of uh, of being kind of like worthless or not as good, and you direct it back at the people who have better technology than you, <laughs> you're gonna get your ass beat. Yeah. So when we start directing that back at those aliens with the interstellar travel. The ones that can like sit in their spaceships from the moon and shoot at us and we can't do shit back, right? <laughs> You're not going to win. So my you know, feelings with aliens are, I don't believe they exist, but if they do exist, I hope that we never come in contact with them because we're going to get our asses beat because we're human. That's what C.S. Lewis said. I mean, me, me, what I'm mostly curious about is if aliens exist, I want to know about like the kind of, the kind of communication they have. I want to know about the alienese. Okay. Alien, he's nuts on your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, I walked right into that one. You did. I, I walked right into that Comey's nuts. Built that up for uh, an hour and 15 minutes. So, <laughs> so I am going to say one other thing, though, too. Man, this is also human nature. Yep, yep. All right? Which is, if aliens did exist and they do make contact with us on Earth, let's say they're peaceful aliens. They're not, they're not, <clears throat> they're not lizards in disguise or anything like that. You know, they're peaceful aliens. We're What's the first thing that we're going to want to do? Take advantage of them? Fuck them. Yeah. We're going to want to fuck them. Oh, man. And the one thing that you don't want to do is have sex with an alien and create some new human alien, like, gen- like, by, like, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like sexual transmitted disease. Yeah, yeah. Space that's, AIDS. That's going to spread throughout everything and just, like, knock the motherfuckers over like flies, right? <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want it, like, just, just walking down the street and breathing in air next to you. Know, oh, shit, I got space AIDS and COVID. Like, fuck me. You know? <laughs> like, I don't want that. Just because you were so anxious to get some, like, some alien ass. Like, I mean, no. Yeah, but you could go down in history. Be oh, like, you go down in history, all right. It's like, hey, yeah, you know uh, Martian Twat Moss? That was me. I was the first human to contract that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like my, my, my dick just like kind of hangs limp there and it's like always wet, but I got five of them now. So, what's up? And I mean, you know, it, eventually, eventually you'll find a woman who's, who'd be like, that was you? You're the Martian Twat Moss guy? Oh my God, that's super impressive. Hey, and then t- you're all set. They were going to name it after me, but I was like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? It's, it's from Mars. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, 
I'd rather be I'd rather be infamous than to be famous. <laughs> Cause I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean take, look around. Like they say that like five out of every six every, every six people has that, right? So I mean, hell. I mean, I don't need you to be putting my name on it, right? I know that, like, when I'm sitting in a supermarket, I should just count off every, like, six person and be like, everybody else here? You're welcome. <laughs> so I'm just saying, we, you know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. It doesn't matter how ugly they are, how many, like, extra arms or tentacles or shit, if they, like, drool all over themselves, you know someone's going to be like, I'm going to be the first to give me some alien ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that bitch over there, she ain't that bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's that meme. It's like, wow, I really shouldn't stick my penis in there. However. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a penis and they have an opening. So. <laughs> there is an orifice there. I mean. <laughs> it's just like it's made to go together. I mean, I mean, honestly, probably my biggest concern with like aliens being real would be that it's like, oh, it turns out Scientology was right. <laughs> oh. Like, surprise, I am God. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'd be okay. I'd be like, Tom, I've always been a big fan of your movies. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. That, but then it's like, oh yeah, you want to you prove you're loyal to me? Eat the placenta. Eat the placenta. I can't. I just can't. Hell, it's either that or I have to find a way to earn like a couple hundred thousand dollars so I can go clear. By contracting space aids. I'm trying to find a cure for space aids. <laughs> well, hey, you become part of a case study and it all works out. I, I, I mean, you know, I would, I do that whole confusion thing. Remember, like, like, so when I get into a fight and everything, I like wait and I punch the person in the ass, and you're like, wait, what, 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 what did you do that for? Right? You know, so like when, when people are like, people are like, you know, wait, 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 you are the one that that created like space aids. Well, I mean, I didn't create it, but yeah, I was the first person to like contract it and stuff. You know, like no one ever had it before me, like. You asshole. Well, wait, 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 wait. But if I didn't create space aids, then, you know, then like people wouldn't be trying to find a cure. <laughs> so you're welcome. But like, um, but, um, what are you trying to tell me? You don't need a cure for space aids? <laughs> right? like, um, <laughs> so while they're sitting there kind of spinning around their head, they're like, yeah, but no, but yeah, I just walk away. It would, it would really suck having a disease named after you. Um, yeah, probably would. Cause, cause then it's like, oh, I, I've, I've got, I've got a Comey. And it's like, huh, technically a Comey's just the guy who, who first contracted it. What you've got is a Comey's monster. <laughs> <laughs> but they would just call it a Comey. Just, just like, just like the Affordable Healthcare Act is called the, uh, like, uh, was it the, uh, Obamacare? Obamacare yeah. Which is not named anywhere on there, but that's what people call it because that's, you know, that's what they call it. To just like, day. Yeah, just like when people say that uh, um, Monica Lewinsky was a victim. Like, oh, yeah, we, we know the truth, but you can say whatever you want. You can call it whatever you want. It's, I mean, it's I, fine. I, I know I, like, frame and save all the shit that gives me trauma. Yeah. Like, ah, yes. I still got a Church circle of dry cum from when I was 13. I was, <laughs> I was like, this is going to come in handy one day. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> ah, yes, Father O'Donovan, good memories. Good memories. <laughs> I'm so traumatized by it. Yeah, it's like, you know, whenever whenever someone opens up a Bible and they go, in the beginning, I just flash back to those days as an altar boy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, so it would never, it would, no matter what they called it or whatever, it would still be known as, you know, a Comey. Yep, yep. As a Comey's disease. <laughs> Lorenzo's oil and a Comey's disease. <laughs> you just can't... <laughs> 
It's like uh, like Luke Garrick's disease. What what's what's the real name of that stuff? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, see, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's, what's the real name for 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 Comey's disease? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. So we've been going an hour twenty. Okay. This is almost enough for it to be a two-parter. But do we really want to make a two-parter out of crack milk? I don't think so, because the first part of this is just dry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, it was good, but it's just us <laughs> preaching to people. Well, no, it was the, the first part of it was you reacting to crack milk. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That was the first part of it. So, uh, yeah, big shout-out to the Oni Plays boys. Um, thank you so much for making crackmilf.com. Cause, good lord, that was beautiful. Yeah, I like how I like how you just feed me one letter at a time. <laughs> oh yeah, if I told you go to crackmilf.com, I knew you would have said no. Wait, I was in a incognito mode, so I would have still done it. <laughs> you know, oh, it, it probably is good that you were in incognito mode. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that that was that was time well spent. Yeah, you have it, folks. So yeah, that was good. That was uh. And that, that's actually, I think that's a pretty good, uh, I guess you call it a joke, you know, to come up with it. And then you, you have a lot of stuff out there about, like I said, the whole product thing is like, we want to make sure you get the finest products. And you go to those pages, like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there to talk about. And you're like, what? And then, and then, and then they're like, give us money. Like, give <laughs> yeah. money for what? Like, like, all they have is a section on Fortnite saying, we don't know anything about Fortnite. And then a bunch of shitty fake alien pictures where the aliens are circled. <laughs> And yeah, donate Ethereum to us. <laughs> Although you can't because it's a broken link that goes to a dead thing. So you can't even do that. No, you could. It goes to this thing, but it's got that banner up that says like something. But if you click on the one thing, it actually does take you to a place where... But I don't think you can give it to them. I think you give it to a charity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so that that was that was brilliant. And uh, I, I knew months ago when they said that they bought the Crackmilf domain, that it was like, oh, this ought to be good. And uh, I wasn't disappointed. You know, I I, I will say, though, I kind of was expecting a somewhat slutty, somewhat <laughs> desperately hot, kind of cracked out MILF. I, I just kind of was, you know. Where I, where I'd be like, like, oh, like, oh, no. No, but in the back of my head, I'm like, no, in the right situation, no one knew. Maybe, you know. I mean, I... I certainly don't have an issue with MILFs. Now, the jury's still out on crack, but to be fair, I've never done crack. I've never done crack either. And I mean, some people are really, really into it. Yeah. So. I, I think that, uh, and this could be just a misconception on my part, because I don't know anyone that's done crack, you know, um, in a, you know, so, so I could be just talking on my ass about it. But I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know. Uh, a chick that does crack, you know, like, like there's no limits, right? Like, yeah. you know, so like, just like, yeah, but you know, but you know, and I'll suck your dick, but I'm not going to swallow. But like, bitch, you do crack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that does kind of trump everything, doesn't it? <laughs> right. So like, I mean, so, I, I can't think of a single situation where that doesn't immediately end the argument. Like, I don't want to meet your parents. Bitch, you do crack. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, so at that point, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you know that 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 one weird fetish I keep locked up in a vault, and like in a safe, like it's <laughs> it's it, it's it's like more secure than like the like the equation for Justratics, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like oh, but our crack chick, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want to feed you Wonder Bread, bitch. You do crack. <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know if there's anything that you can say to, to like to defend yourself for that. So uh, if any of you uh, hot single crack mills in our area want to want to hit me up, I'm I'm now interested. See, that's what we need to do. We need to come up with our own website, crack mills in your area. Yes. <laughs> That just that just needs to like whatever website we build. That just needs to be like the sidebar link. Is hot crack milfs in your area want to chat you up, and then it just links back to crackmilf.com. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have a link to like a like Google Street View. Yeah, so you can, like so you can find them. It's like what corner they at today? <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh man, it'd probably be hard as hell to code. But can you imagine just like. Having some random link on a website when people click it, it's just a Google Street View of their IP address. Oh, <laughs> is that a Google Street View of my house? <laughs> oh, that would be evil, dude. <laughs> oh, send that to all the people you're playing Fortnite with. So, oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I and by the way, you know, since bitch is kind of a universal term, you know, for guys <laughs> and girls, it works both ways. So you know, uh, yeah, but baby, I don't know. But, Bitch, you do crack. <laughs> I'm going to start using that. <laughs> so, all right. Um, my name is Turquin82. And I am a Comey. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about um, sex. Sex, baby. We, we put Let's a- talk about you and me. Let's talk about all good things. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll we'll come back to it. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not singing any salt and pepper. <laughs> and for you white people, it's pepper, P-E-P-A, it's not pepper. Oh, man, where did I hear someone say, oh, yeah, it was some, some radio DJ pronounced it salt and pepper. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, what was that? Uh, it was some award show, like, God, it was years ago. And I don't know why, like, something, at least it was, like, decades ago. I don't know why it stuck in my head. And it's like, um... It was, I think it was like a country western star that was introducing them, and it's like, and they come to the stage, it's Tony, Tony, Tone. I'm like, really, dude? Really? It's, it's, it's Tony, Tony, Tony. How does Tony, Tony, Tone make sense? Wow. Like, uh, okay. <sighs> but yeah. So this has been our review of crackmilf.com. Yes. Um, my God, what a thing of beauty. Ah. Uh. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. My man John Keats said that. John Keats, that's my man. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Bye, everybody. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand. <laughs>